Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad, a podcast where I discuss the things that make me mad. What is going on, everybody? It's Callahan Steed with you. A little bit of a delay, I would say, in putting out the next podcast episode. And the reason why I did that was because, for those of you who haven't been caught up on the episodes yet, which is okay, take your time, um, they have, I put out the one year anniversary episode of the podcast, and so I decided, since it was a very long episode, I was like, you all know what, I'm gonna let them take their time to listen to it. You know, and give them another week. Because also, too, I put that out, I think, on a Wednesday, and I didn't want to turn around and re-record again on a Monday. So I was like, I'll give them some time. Because for some reason, whenever I listen to podcasts, I always get stressed out when I listen, where it's like, if they put out, like, so I really like sports with Katie Nolan. It's a good podcast. I think you should go check it out. Um, they, um... They sometimes can put out really long episodes, like almost over three hours, and that like stresses me out sometimes because like that takes some time, and I don't travel a whole lot, so like my commute's only like twenty minutes right now, and so um, it's I don't accumulate listening to it that much, and so I try listening to just podcasts on the road. I don't normally listen to it too much at the house uh, because that way it's like I could listen and drive at the same time, right? Like I would with like radio, but anyway, when they put out like three hours worth of episodes, like I barely can get through a week before they put out another episode. And then in the meantime, I have other episodes of other podcasts I listen to being published, and then I fall behind, and then I feel like I get stressed out. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give them a nice little break. So see, that's why I like keeping them on like these episodes on like around the 45 minute mark, especially if it's just me. Uh, venting on here, get it over the 30 minute mark, and then I'm just like, alright, good enough, but so yeah, I put it, um, so that way I like the episodes quick, so that way it's not like they're dragging for super long, and you listen to it in like one or two, uh, trips and you're good, so yeah, that's why I was like I'm gonna give them a little bit of time but yeah, uh, I think the one year anniversary episode turned out good uh, thank you again to everyone that came on to the episode. Tom, Anne Marie, uh, Kyle, Connor, Casey, Dalton, and Peyton. Uh, appreciate all y'all again coming on um, for any episodes before, and especially coming on there too. And I really liked giving them, uh, you know, their time to vent. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good episode overall too. So it, it was a big episode. But I mean. Big, big episodes call for big celebrations, right? So I figured that would just be a good time to, you know, give it a celebration-wise. So I was like, we gotta really go out, or go big on it. And so I thought it turned out good. And so I hope you guys liked it too. And so far getting good views on it. So that was nice. So I was like, for a while I was like, I'll just let the views accumulate. And I got like a lot of them right away, right? And then like, after a while I was like waiting for... Um, the more views kept turning. I was like, hmm, maybe I should have put out another episode. But I was like, whatever. And so it worked out good. Uh, so I'm happy about that. And so hopefully, uh, year two of the podcast, or now that I'm, or I guess I should say I'm not a rookie anymore. Or yeah, yeah, year two of the podcast. So hopefully I don't get canceled here either. And so I'm excited to get into that. And so I am excited to get into the stuff that makes me mad. Before I get into that, though, um, I've been getting uh, some requests uh, for advertisements, or charity advertisements, I should say. Um, so the domain that uh, is the reason why I put all this together, uh, called Anchor, I've discussed it before, but if you're new to podcasting it, Obviously, you hear that little advertisement or whatever from me in the beginning, or wherever it's at, me talking about Anchor. Uh, Anyway, great place to start out your podcasting uh, if you want to get into podcasting, basically, right? But sometimes they'll send me, like, emails, like, about, 
I don't know, like, updates, stuff like that. So they sent me a new thing about that everyone, I guess, that has an account tied to Anchor, um, about, like, trying to get out the vote, basically, like a charity promotion for it. And so I was like, ah, I'll pass on doing that um, as an advertisement. Because sometimes, too, I also don't like when podcasts are, like, just filled with advertisements. Um, so I'm just like, you know, I'll just say something quick. So I, I think it was, like, for three different things they're talking about. Um, but ba- just basically, just November comes around. If you haven't done so yet, um, go vote. Very important. Uh if you don't like where the country's headed, or say you do like where the country's headed, um, getting out and voting is your way of showing your support or disagreement with it. And so making sure you're registered is very important. So make sure you are registered um, and find a safe way to the polls. If they allow early voting, definitely try doing early voting to avoid a huge rush. Um, highly encourage people that if you do go in person to wear a mask, a lot of poll workers are kind of in the age range where we have to worry about it with everything going on right now in the world. Um, and so I know, I do believe Old Navy actually said they're going to pay their workers to work the polls or something like that. So I really like that. I see, I like it when people get involved with civic engagements. Know what's going on in your country. Know what's going on. Very important. It makes you feel like more informed. So anyway, yeah, just... Uh, get out and vote. That is just basically the one thing you take away from this podcast. I would love it. Again, I don't care. Or, I mean, I'm not going to tell you who to go vote for. Um, I already have my mind made up. Uh, so I am going to go to the polls um, in person and vote. Um, so I highly encourage anyone to do that as well, too, whether it's in person, absentee, um, voting by mail. Uh, yeah, early voting. Do what you gotta do. Make your voice be heard. That's one of the nice things about living in this country is you can decide um, what you feel is right. And so if you don't like how things are heading or if you like how things are heading, you can go out and vote. So I just wanted to get that out there. That wasn't like a paid advertisement, but I was just like, I didn't want to be like a guy where it's like, oh, I'm not going to do charity advertisements, but I'm like, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to do my part and at least say something to make sure that you get out and vote. All right. So now that I got that out of the way, also too, I'd like to give a shout out to, to whoever listened to, uh, to this podcast in South Africa. Thank you for that one listen. I noticed that on Anchor, that now I have been listened to in eight different countries. So shout out to the U.S., uh, Canada, South Africa now, Germany, Ireland, Norway, Estonia, and Hungary, I believe, were the eight. So thank y'all for the support. And so now I am officially ready to get into the podcast. And I think the first thing that's on my mind that I want to... Uh, get it out over and done with it actually as I write myself a little note here about some of the stuff I want to discuss today um, and then there we go okay I am ready to get into some of the stuff that makes me mad so one of the first things that makes me mad as I wear a shirt showing my support to my favorite team in baseball the Chicago Cubs we're currently playing in a series over the weekend against the Chicago White Sox. They are crosstown rivals, as you could say. We reside on the north side. They reside on the south side. It's fine. Keep our, we try to keep our distance from each other, but, you know, we have to play each other. And that's okay. They've got a good young team. And that's fine. You know, I always... As someone that got to watch my young team grow into a championship contender, it's a lot of fun, especially when your team sucks for a lot of the years. Um, So the White Sox have been uh, playing good baseball this year, and they've been a good, young, fun team to watch, uh, seeing all the stars grow. And they've been uh, definitely a very offensive team. They've hit a lot of home runs and everything. They've been one of the uh, players that leads their squad is their shortstop named Tim Anderson. And if you don't know who Tim Anderson is, he's a good young shortstop who likes to play the game, I would say, with a little bit of flair. 
And I think game of baseball always needs a little bit of flair. So Tim Anderson, I think two years ago, hit a home run off a pitcher, and he did a bat flip. And that's basically where you take your bat after you hit a home run, and in celebration, you launch that solemn bitch about as high as possible in the air. That way, uh, you let everybody know how pumped you are about it, right? And bat flips are cool. They're like a good little like celebration kind of, like an explosion off the bat, and you just throw your bat in the air as like a celebration right or like you just normally when you play baseball you hit the ball and then you just kind of like toss your bat off to the side right well a bat flip's kind of like tossing your bat off to the side but with like a lot more enthusiasm and kind of a lot more of like a mm, i would say right and so anderson does that and every time this comes up in the game of baseball right Baseball is a uh, sport where uh, demographics are more of an older audience. Fine, whatever. Um, but there's always been like, ways, well, how do we get young people involved in sports, right? And to the sport, we want young people watching and going to the games, right? Well, one of the things they were saying is that they uh, like bat flips or whatever, right? Like, especially like the younger players, they like tossing their bats, showing their excitement and everything like that. And so, um, all these, there was literally a campaign that started like, oh, let the kids play, um, you know, show your enthusiasm, you know, fans love seeing it, you know, let's really show off the game of baseball, right? Because, I mean, especially when a bat flip happens, it's going to get, like, take over social media for a little bit. Like, oh, check how far this bat went in the air for this home run, right? So Anderson did a bat flip, and pitchers a lot of times don't like it when players do a bat flip. It's kind of like you get the home run hit off you, and then it's like a double kick in the nuts, I would say. Like, they, they see it as, like, getting shown up, right? But I think that's dumb because it's like, you don't want them to hit a home run off you, strike them out. You don't want them to do a bat flip, strike them out. They won't hit a home run then, right? And so they, so a lot of times, like, pitchers will throw um, intentionally at a player, either um, the next guy up or when, like, say, Tim Anderson comes up again, right? And so that's what happened in a game and a brawl actually started, right? And so then MLB was like, all right, let's, Let's have the kids play, you know, let's show off this enthusiasm and the game of fun. A lot of times, too, I feel like pitchers are just kind of keepers of the guard. Like, oh, throwing your bat is an unwritten rule. Kind of like how I discussed earlier with, like, uh, a couple episodes ago with uh, Fernando Tatis hitting a grand slam um, in a blowout, and that was considered breaking an unwritten rule, and so the pitcher threw behind, I believe it was Manny Machado, and so everyone was like, all right, that's really dumb, right? And so if you would think the White Sox are, like, leaders on the let's have fun campaign, you know, show off your bat flips, you know, you know, if we're gonna be all gun-ho on flipping bats, right, we want all the teams around the league to get excited um and show off their youthful spirit right especially young team as well too right so cubs playing them right on friday wilson Contreras comes up and he hits an absolute bomb right for a home run and what does wilson Contreras do because wilson Contreras, who i love watching he plays with a lot of flair he honestly he reminds me a lot of how i played sports a um, lot of excitement, you know, uh, very pumped up player, and then, like, you know, showing, like, he wears his emotions on his sleeves, and, like, he shows he cares about the game, and so I really like watching Wilson Contreras play the game, right? So he hits a home run, and he just absolutely just launches his bat into the air, and it is an absolutely amazing shot, or, like, seeing it from um like behind home plate on like how high the bat gets just launched in the air so clearly a bat flip but Contreras is amped about the home run right and so that next uh at bat that he has the White Sox throw at him you want to talk about being hypocrites the White Sox leading the whole charge on we want to do bat flips let the young kids play or let us play let us have fun 
Wilson Contreras does a bad flip. Or you need to respect the game. Now, come on. So, yeah, the guy throws. And first pitch, I think he tried hitting him. Then second pitch, 91 miles an hour, right in the back. You know, kind of near the head. Whatever, that's cool. And so, they get... Uh, everyone on the Cubs like, the fuck? Um, and so that pitcher got suspended for three games. Rightfully so, might I add. And so then they're talking to uh, the White Sox manager, former Cubs manager as well, too, Rick Renteria, who at one point I felt bad, kind of, I felt I got the raw end of the deal with uh, the Cubs when they fired him and replaced him with Joe Madden, right? Um, well, then Rick Renteria has the nerve to say that, oh, his he threw a sinker and it got away from him. No, 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 no. That's not what happened. What happened was he threw a pit, or he, he threw that pitch intentionally at Wilson Contreras to send a message, right? Like, I feel like a sinker as well, too, doesn't hit someone on the top of the back, all right? Like, it, that does not get away from you, I feel like, that far. 91 miles an hour, too. Give me a break. You're throwing a sinker that fast. And so, what they should have done, he's just been like, you know what? And, like, this is from someone, too, that, you know, has looked back on some of his antics during a sporting event and, like, has maybe not shown the best sportsmanship um, and, and, like, maybe has taken the game too seriously sometimes. Perfectly reasonable explanation, I feel like, should have just been, like, after the game, just, you want to know what? We were mad, and it was in the heat of the moment. And looking back on it, we shouldn't have thrown at Wilson Contreras. If we want to be leaders in throwing the bats and having fun, you know, we got to take our lumps when we have that happen against us. And, like, that's, I feel like that would have been, like, acceptable, at least for me. I would have been like, you want to know what? I've been someone that's gotten mad in the heat of the moment and has done stuff where I've been like, you know, maybe I should not taken that the right maybe i took that the wrong way maybe i should have just owned up to it and been the bigger person but instead they like the make the excuse or oh, he really wasn't trying to hit him not nah, you were trying to hit him just be real about it and just be like you want to know what shouldn't have happened you know we apologize to wilson Contreras because also too i'd like to point out baseball has a serious problem with throwing at guys um, for just simply just doing something slightly wrong. This isn't like the Astros where they, like, steal World Series type of punishment. This is a, oh, I you um, showed me up on the mound. I'm going to throw a 95-miles-an-hour fastball at your head, or I'm going to throw it at your body, where a baseball, if you hit a certain part of your body, it could break, and then the player's out for a while. They're like... I even think to, like, uh, a couple of examples. John Carlos Stanton. Uh, this one, I mean, these were unintentional, but it's like he got a fastball, like, basically right in the eye, basically, almost, right? And so, like, he had to go to the hospital, uh, take... Um, to, and so he was on the IL for a while, and then same with, like, Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant got hit in the eye, and I don't know if he's ever, like, fully recovered um, as a player. And both of these guys were really good as well too and so like you could seriously damage a career and so i think it's incredibly dumb to just be like ah i'm just gonna throw at them just because i didn't like what they did like the the crime does not fit does not fit the punishment in my eyes if you don't like someone throwing or like throwing a bat in the air or doing a bat flip you just simply just use that motivation and get them out next inning or just play the game a little bit harder. But, like, that should not warrant you possibly risking this man's career by throwing at him. It's like, that's not fair. You could just be like, hey, I didn't like that. And then Contreras would be like, well, you guys do it too. And then you move on. Well, you don't be like, man. And also, too, especially with what, what pisses me off about baseball as well, too, and, like, with the case of Tim Anderson getting hit um, after doing his bat flip and then uh, the Wilson Contreras one. Morat bats had to pass. And so they were like, you all know what? We're going to 
wait, keep our anger boiling over to take it out on him when he comes back up to bat eight players from now, right? When they go through the batting order, Contreras, that's right. And so I think an inning or two had passed. And it's like, at that point, your anger should have passed. Baseball's a long enough game where it's just like, all right, you're just kind of being overly dramatic at this point. And so... Again, I just hate the whole fact of, oh, it's an unwritten rule. We got to keep these unwritten rules. If it's not in the sporting book, why are people worrying about it? Just let them bat flip. Who cares? And if you hate it so much, don't let them score on you. Same way with, like, the NFL. Oh, I don't like it when they dance in the end zone. You don't like it, don't let them score. Not that fucking hard. But no, we got to throw at a player because... We don't like what he did. Especially, I think it's just so hypocritical that they're the, oh, we lead, we want to be examples. And I've seen a lot of White Sox fans come out and be like, all right, you want to know what? That wasn't cool. And for them, I say thank you. But just like the whole point, they're not, at the end of the day, the fans aren't going to be the ones to throw uh, the baseball at the players. At the end of the day, it's these pitchers that have to be like, all right, if we don't like them, Pet flipping on us, we're just gonna strike them out. And same way with like, oh, you don't want someone to hit a grand slam on you? Don't let them do it. You got, you got. It's like in your hands, literally with the baseball, you can prevent them from hitting a home run. And so I saw that and I was like, unbelievable, couldn't believe it. And I felt sad for Willie because he just had to take his lumps and go to first base. And it's like they didn't even let him fight at that point. I don't know. Not condoning violence on this podcast, but just the fact that it's like their retaliation crossed the line in my eyes. And then the umpire's first reaction, I think he ended up, well, they had to review it, and then they threw Cordero out the game, the White Sox pitcher. But instantly when that happened, they're like, oh, Cubs, you got to stay back. Stay in your dugout. Stay in your dugout. Like, don't antagonize this. But it's like, they've already done that. They've already cross that line so don't worry about what we do or don't worry about what the cubs do in the dugout i got limit on saying we all right i'm like not i like to think that you know i'm a fan but like i'm clearly not a player so i can't say we um because i'm not a part of the team but it's just like don't worry about what the cubs want to do in retaliation about stop the retaliation from happening in the first place it'd be like if I was, say, out on the street, right, and I'm walking past someone and there's a cop nearby, um, and someone says something about my mom to me or something like that, right? And so I give them a shove. Or, like, um, I, oh, here we go. Um, I, let's say I'm walking past someone and I make a joking comment or whatever, right? And they take it the wrong way and they decide to punch me in the face, right? And so the cop sees that, um, and then they go to the, and then the guy, like, punches me in the face for it, right? And so then I want to get up and fight this guy, because I thought that was an over-retaliation. And then the guy's like, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. It's like, nah, you saw him punch me in the face. Don't, like, basically, I'm just trying to compare it as, like, an umpire and a cop being, like, the keeper of the rules. Um, and so I just think... Not, again, not trying to shit on cops here, but, like, could you imagine just, like, that happening to you and, like, the person being like, well, no, you can't retaliate, all right, we're, let me figure out a punishment for the guy. Like, no, that punishment that he's going to get of getting ejected from the game does not, like, suffice him possibly injuring one of my guys. That's not cool. That'd be like, I guess, a cop walking up to someone that on the street after punching someone in the face and be like, hey, don't do that. You you need to leave. It's like, what? So that's how I took it. That's just basically, I'm just trying to describe it. If someone doesn't play baseball, and they're like, all right, well, why are you getting all upset about that? It's because I don't like seeing Wilson Contreras get hit with a baseball. And I especially don't like it when... You know, we want to promote the bat flipping. We want to promote kids having fun on the duck. Because it's a kid's game after all. And just, I don't know. There is a lot of stuff that was handled the wrong way about that. So I was like, that makes me mad. And another thing that makes me mad that I saw this week 
Um, Jason Whitlock. I'm just gonna go out and say it right now. You're a son of a bitch. Uh, Jason Whitlock is a sports um, broadcaster. Uh, I don't know if he's still employed with Fox Sports 1. I don't know. He has some opinions on stuff that I'm just like, okay, really, dude? Like, he was saying, I saw a clip of him complaining about, like, there's too much hip-hop or something in the NBA. It's like, it's a predominantly African-American sport. They listen to the music. Like, who cares? I think there's too much country in baseball, but at the end of the day, the demographics, it's like, yeah, but, like, it fits the sport, right? And so Whitlock, there's a thing on him one time about him mentioning that, and it's like, all right. Um, And then, I mean, but Whitlock is African-American, so I guess, you know, if he can have his opinions on hip-hop, but it's like, whatever. He also had a tweet a couple years ago um, that was racist towards Jeremy Lin. Um, after Jeremy Lin, an Asian basketball player, had a big game, um, and he was making the comment, basically, I'm not going to say the tweet, but it was just basically stereotyping that Asians have small penises. Uh, and so a lot of people were like, that's not cool. Um, so, And then Whitlock has also had some opinions on like female broadcasters as well, too. Just kind of being like, oh, you're just kind of a dumb bimbo is kind of how he has tweeted out some of the stuff. And these women have worked especially hard, too, being, like, sideline reporters as well, too. Like, we all like to think, like, oh, it's an easy job. You just have to ask um, a couple of questions, let the coach answer, and that's it. But, like, they still have to do work, like, navigating the sidelines. Who do you talk to? And, like, you have to be quick about that stuff. And also, too, having someone in your ear as well, too. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do, especially for, like, on-field reporting. So, like, sometimes it can get messed up. And especially as someone that has worked or has seen people work in TV and uh, been a part of broadcast, you know what it's like where you have multiple people in your ear at once. And so sideline reporting, you think, would be an easy job, but it's not. But it's really not. And so he's tweeted about that before. And so anyway, he had a dumb thing last, or a couple, or about a week ago, where he was like, basically instituting that, um, or insinuating that uh, sports broadcasters, I believe it was Katie Nolan and uh, Mar- uh, Mariah Taylor, uh, wouldn't work in sports or something, or wouldn't work at ESPN if they weren't attractive. And I... That makes me so mad. As I have stated earlier in this podcast, that I enjoy listening to Katie Nolan's content. Katie Nolan's a good listen to, especially for sports. Do I agree with all her sports takes? No. But to say that, oh, she wouldn't have that job if she wasn't attractive, I think is really a dumb opinion. Because especially, too, I listen to her podcast. Podcasting is an audio medium. If you're someone that has not seen me before, you have no idea what I look like. I listen like you're just listening to hear me. I would have no idea what Katie Nolan would look like if the technology didn't exist, if I didn't Google her, like, image, right? Like, I don't see her, like, on the screen. Like, I'm listening to her. And so to say, like, oh, she wouldn't have a job if she wasn't attractive is very dumb. And, like, very, like, as well, too, like, just basically any, like, hard work that, like, any of, like, those women have done, like, it's just throwing them under a bus and, like, discarding it as well, too, like, all their hard work. Like, I know Katie Norman was saying, like, one time that she had, um, like, got her start by, like, posting YouTube videos of her talking about sports and all that grind as well, too. And, like, you really think a network is just going to hire someone with no credentials whatsoever uh, just so that way they can get um, just, like, an attractive person on the sideline. Like, no, they're going to hire the best person for the job, especially someone, like, at ESPN where it's, like, we want to, like, have the best people available, right? And they can pick and choose, right, whoever they want. They're not just going to be like, you, you're attractive. So he had said that, like, Katie Nolan would be, like, bartending if she wasn't 
or like she was basically it's just basically a bartender that works and I it's just I'm like literally fuck Jason Whitlock man like that's such a tone deaf comment and then his opinion on Mariah Taylor pissed me off as well too because it's like she does sideline reporting for college sports and then also to host NBA countdown I believe as well too and she had something where she left Anthony Davis off NBA first team. Fine, mistakes happen. Dumb, dumb opinion, but you know whatever. To chastise her as like, oh, she's just a woman that doesn't watch sports. You know how many bad opinions I have seen men have in sports where it's like, huh? And so like they can make the mistakes and you gotta roll with it, but it's just to be like, oh, she's a woman. She doesn't know what she's talking about. It's a very dumb comment. And I don't like it when people do that. Just the fact that it's like, women can watch and like sports too. I hate how it's got to be this, oh, it's a guy thing. I would love it if more women got into watching sports. And like, I enjoy talking to sports with people. And so I especially like talking to just people. And and it's easier for me to talk to people who know sports. And so like, if more women watch sports, I'm going to be able to like, talk to more people about it. And so this whole idea of, oh, you have to be attractive to work in sports is very dumb. Because also, too, it's like we have old men that work in the sporting industry. And so it's like this whole idea of you have to be beautiful and that's your only reason why you got into sports is just very dumb. And so Jason Whitlock pisses me off very much. And then also, too, so Katie Nolan had said, like, nothing about Like, Whitlock literally went out of his way to include Katie Nolan and Mariah Taylor in the piece, right? And so, went out of his way, right, to initiate a feud. And so, Katie Nolan's obviously going to respond to it, right? Like, just think, someone tries to discredit your work, right? How are you going to respond to it? You're going to obviously, like, clap back at him on Twitter, right? But then these people start, like, ripping on Katie Nolan, like, blah, 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 to the point to where she makes her Twitter account private for a while, to where she probably just got sick of dealing with all the bullshit and stuff. And people, like, commenting and stuff like that. And someone was like, oh, yeah, you got her so good. She put her private. And it's like, oh, hey, congrats on bullying a woman for uh, having, for wanting to defend herself on a piece about her work. Oh, yeah, good job, you guys. I I hate Jason Whitlock so much. Fedora wearing douchebag. That's another thing that pisses me off. Like, just all, like, the stuff he has said and just all the misogynistic comments he has made as well too also the fact that he wears a fedora all the time and especially with it being indoors who the fuck are you trying to impress you fedora wearing fuck face it's like if you want to wear a fedora maybe like one time especially if you're outside wearing it as a hat but to wear it, like, constantly, like, oh, I have my suit on, and but then also, too, I have this nice little top hat. It's like, oh, you just think you're so fucking cool, aren't you? And so that's what probably pisses me off the most about Whitlock is just him wearing his fedora, thinking he's so confident in his abilities and all this, and it's just like, you want to know what? You're not, you're not cool. And so, like, I'm glad you got fired from ESPN a while back. And, I'm, and I I don't know if he works at Fox Sports anymore, but it's just like, why? Why have opinions like that? It's like, it's just so dumb. Like, oh, women have to be beautiful to work in sports, and that's the only reason why they work in sports. It's like, no, I've been, I've worked with women that know more about, like, especially at my time, I think with, like, college, and I think about, like, Anne Marie. And, like, other people that I've been on, like, radio shows with or I've worked with and talked with, they know more about sports than I do sometimes. I like to think that I know stuff about sports. But guess what? I don't know about everything sports. So that's why, like, when, I, when like, Anne-Marie talks about, like, the NWSL, uh, I listen. Or, like, uh, I believe uh, a couple years ago there's someone that would always talk about bowling um on the radio show we used to do at whitewater and it's like i listen because it's like i don't know anything about that and i'm not gonna be like oh they're a woman they don't know what they're talking about it's dumb women can know as much sports as you do and just because you're a man doesn't mean like yeah i know everything about sports that's dumb and i hate people who have opinions like that right i 
hate their opinions. I just wish they would grow as a person. Especially with, like, Whitlock. It's like, you make all that money, and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to piss off these people. It's like, I don't know. Rubs me the wrong way. And so that's why it's like I try to be, like, thoughtful about, like, some of the stuff that I either say on here or, like, just, like, my comments. Because, like, and I'm not like, oh, I love all women's broadcasts. Like, there are some women broadcasters I'm like, ugh, nah, I really don't, like, either listening to them um, or, like, listening to their opinions. But, like, others I do. And it goes the same way with men uh, as well, too. And so... I really like listening to, like, Doris Burke give NBA commentary. I like listening to her a lot more than, like, Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, but, like, there's, like, other women, like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, throw them under the bus, but it's, like, it's just, like, to be, like, oh, she's a woman. I hate having woman announcers. I used to have that opinion, I believe, it in middle school. But then, you know, when you hit puberty and you, like, mature more, mature more and, like, become more thoughtful those opinions like kind of get like tossed out of your brain and then especially when you work with like more like people more people of color more people women it's like oh dang you can do your job just as good as i can or you can even do it better it's like wow that's an interesting thought i didn't have that and just jason whitlock to be like yeah they would i'm gonna discredit them because they're attractive and that's what makes them good at their job or like that's why they have their job it's like no like no come like huge companies being gonna be like you want to know what we gotta hire her because she's cute and that's all what she is and so that that pissed me off and then i then i had to see him with his fedora on again i'm just like you pissed me off and i don't have a problem with fedoras it's just like the uh, I don't know. It reminds me of Paul Bryant from Alabama, and a lot of people from Alabama that are Alabama fans like wearing the Bear Bryant little fedora top hat. And I don't know that that pisses me off because Alabama fans like to act cocky as well too. And so I, oh, I swear, God, it's always like someone that's really cocky wears a fedora. I shit you not. It seems like, and so a fedora it seems like is a cocky piece. Of clothing, and so just always that Whitlock's always wearing the fedora, and it's just like I, I don't like you, Whitlock, and so yeah, he's he's not a good person. So it's just like what just a douche thing to write. Just you know what? I'm gonna write this opinion up. It's like why? And so I saw that, and I was like, I'm putting that motherfucker on the podcast because that's what I do. Another thing that has been making me mad as of late. The NFL has returned, uh, I do believe, since I put out my first podcast. Or maybe the NFL came back. I don't know. Uh, by then, but anyway, NFL full swing. Kind of returning things a little bit back to normal. Uh, but, I don't know. I feel like every year it's like always like injuries seem to happen. But week two and week three as well. Too, week two especially. Why is there so many injuries happening? Like, why can't 2020 just let us have one nice little thing? Like, oh, here, you want to know what? This year has been absolutely brutal. How about a fun NFL season, right? Nah, just kidding. All the guys on the 49ers are going to get hurt. Like, that's not fun. It's like, and then there's rumors that they're getting hurt because of the turf they're playing on. And I have opinions on artificial turf, all right? Synthetic turf... Or, like, a natural glass, grass bend is okay with me. But I feel like most stadiums should just play their games on natural grass. It works, and it's effective. Or, if you want to do it, just, like, we had the whole thing back in, like, the 80s with, like, AstroTurf, right? And how, like, bad it was for, like, players, right? And so then they're like, all right, well, we got to get rid of AstroTurf, right? And then they kind of came up with a new synthetic turf. I remember my first time playing on synthetic turf nice turf field right i thought like my knee was gonna blow out because it like just felt weird because it's like you really don't give but then like after a while playing on turf i got used to it and so like turf obviously has its advantages it can hold more water um it doesn't like turn into a mud bath um and it's a lot more easier to maintain as well too but you have those pellets in the ground instead of um like natural grass and dirt so it's a little bit harder 
and especially too, it's like I feel like it doesn't it gives in like different ways, and so if that's the case, I really hope like people are smart about when they lay down the synthetic turf, um, because I know some stadiums have it and they don't have problems, but if that's the reason why injuries are being caused, I'm not going to be happy. But it's just like, just like injuries. I don't know if it's because of the lack of preseason or what. And, you know, I don't wish injuries on anyone. And especially with, like, players, because that could be their career as well, too. You blow an ACL, a lot of times guys are never the same again um, after doing that. It's like, especially with running backs, too, when you have to cut a lot and you don't have that same explosion, that's not good. And so I asked 2020 why can't we have nice things like i've gotten to the point where it's just like it's just like man i'm ready to watch you know week two of the nfl right and then literally every team is having someone get hurt like that's not fun that's just painful literally and figuratively like why can this year be over and done with already i'm just like fuck injuries and I really don't like artificial turf, and so I don't like it when guys get hurt. And I especially don't like it when got when I also tweeted this out on the What Makes Me Mad account as well, too. Normally, I don't tweet from there too much. I just tweet about um, updates about the podcast, right? And so I tweeted out, I'm like, I don't know what makes me mad when a player gets hurt and someone instantly thinks about their fantasy squad. Oh, I have them on my fantasy squad. And this is coming from someone that always likes to joke about, like, man, I've got all these guys on the either for, like, baseball on the IL or, like, all these guys are hurt for football. Well, it's like you have to think first, like, their careers are should be the ones that you care about, too. And, like, their health is more important than your fantasy team. So if your first reaction when a guy blows out his Achilles is, oh, there goes my fantasy team, like, that's kind of a shallow move. And you'd be like, man, I hope that guy's career is able to recover, and I hope he's able to be healthy, and he doesn't have any long-term side effects down the road. And then you could be like, well, damn, that's tough for my fantasy team, instead of being like, oh, man, there goes my fantasy team. It's always like when Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport will tweet out, like, player gets hurt. I swear to God, always, like, everyone's just like, oh, there goes my fantasy team. Like, a player's health is more important than your fantasy team, all right? And I get you're trying to win money as well, too, but, like, they hit, they're they making millions, all right? They, they're trying to make millions. You're over here making, like, pennies, basically, or dollars. But, like, it's just not very cool to be like, oh, there goes my fantasy team. And so injuries just, they, they frustrate me. And I wish we could just have a season where, like, everyone just stays healthy. And I know football's a violent game. But it's just like it always seems to be like every week of every year someone gets hurt and it's not cool. And so 2020, please just grant us some good luck for the rest of the season, please. And I hope everyone stays healthy with not just football, but with everything else going on with that global bastard and everything else, too. Um, And I think the last thing I am going to complain about is apparently there was a woman at, that came into Culver's. Uh, that complained about us wearing gloves but not washing our hands enough. So you see, with the Global Bastard, um, again, uh, making its way around the U.S., and especially hitting Wisconsin kind of hard right now, it is important for fast, especially for food restaurants, to take diligent steps into ensuring the customer that, hey, we're doing everything possible to make sure your food is safe and like we're not going to contaminate you so that's why we're wearing masks that's why we're wearing gloves and that's why like we're promoting like you know if you're sick stay home you know don't come in like if you don't feel good uh even though or but never mind i'm not, I'm not gonna bitch about that on the podcast i want to but uh that's a different story for a different day involving a different co-worker uh but anyway they um basically like you know we're trying to you know we're taking everyone's temperature you know if everyone's sick you know we try to tell them stay home because you know we don't want to like bring the global bastard into a restaurant and then possibly contaminate someone that wouldn't be cool right 
And so one of the steps that we've started doing is wearing gloves. I like wearing gloves because especially too. So if you're asymptomatic or something, you've been exposed to COVID and you're not wearing gloves and you're touching things, you know, that, you know, could potentially spread something. And also too, when we wear gloves, we're protecting ourselves as well too. So it's like we're protecting other people and we're protecting ourselves as well too, right? And so when it first started up, I remember back when like I think um, Ohio had closed, was started to close down restaurants and everything, right? And so we had like you know things about like we weren't going wearing gloves at the time. We had a little thing like oh if anyone asks why we're not, and be like oh we're not touching the food, kitchens wearing gloves. But you know after that we started wearing gloves. Which I think is just a good idea in general. Um, I think it promotes better food safety. And so anyway, this woman comes in to complain that we're wearing gloves and that we should be not wearing gloves but just washing our hands a lot. Which we do anyway. Like, I mean, there are moments where it's like, yeah, sometimes maybe I go an hour without changing my gloves. But, like, after a while, if I feel like maybe they're dirty or, like, I'll either put, like, hand sanitizer on them and clean them off or I'll just take them off put on a new pair wash my hands first something like that I feel like that's the safest route to go anyway this woman complains that we're wearing gloves and what we should be doing I always like when people come in and try to tell us what we should be doing you know you should be doing it this way because I work in the even though you don't work in the food industry you don't know how things are ran at our store you know this is how you should do it I know more than you guys and so, anyway, the woman, apparently this woman comes in. I wasn't here for it, because I literally just looked at her and been like, huh? And so, anyway, the woman comes in, complaining that we're uh, wearing gloves. You know, how dare we take, like, you know, extra sanitary precautions, right? And that we should be washing our hands more. And it's like, one, my man, general manager brought up a great point. No matter what happens, people would have bitch. Like, if we're not wearing gloves, we would have been like, why are you not wearing gloves? Like, especially, like, right now. Um, with the global bastard going on. It's like, and then especially too, like, they would have been like, okay, why are you not wearing gloves? So that has been the only person that has complained about, like, us wearing gloves. Because, like, I can understand, like, maybe you're just constantly still touching things and maybe not washing your hands as much as would. But still, like, you don't know, like, if we're changing them constantly. And, like, yeah, like, that's what we try to do. We try to, like, change them out here and there but like sometimes like when we get busy especially too it's like so if we didn't wear gloves and we're supposed to wash our hands just constantly do you know how busy we can get sometimes where we just can't be like all right i just got done taking that order i'm gonna go wash my hands quick as the lobby's full like no that's clearly not the case so it's just like everyone wear gloves it's better than not wearing gloves and so this woman comes in and is like complaining about it. and you know what my favorite part about it is too she wasn't wearing a mask apparently she wasn't wearing a mask complains about safety precautions and health precautions but then doesn't wear a mask inside a restaurant where it's Wisconsin mandate right now where you should wear a mask inside a building why why are we so stupid sometimes it's just so dumb and being hypocritical where it's like I'm I can't believe you guys aren't taking those safety precautions. Now, I'm going to walk in here and possibly get to spread this disease that I might not have, even though it's airborne. We clearly know it's airborne, which is why it's important to wear a mask. But I'm going to come in here and complain about you guys not being healthy. How dare you? I can't believe it. You could contaminate my food. I'm not going to worry about wearing a mask, though, in public. I'm just like, lady. Hmm. That, I just love that. Oh, that's disgusting. Anyway, there's a pandemic going on. I'm not going to wear a mask. It's like, God, people are just dumb sometimes. It's like, and again, I know there are people that are probably listening that are like, oh, I hate wearing the mask. Fine, but you can't complain about, like, other people not taking the right safety precautions. Especially if you don't wear one. I just don't get that. Oh my god, that's disgusting. They're wearing gloves. I'm going to walk into a restaurant and complain about... Or, like, I'm going to get grossed out by them wearing gloves. But I'm not going to wear a mask and potentially spread germs that way. And it's like, god, people are just stupid, man. So I heard that and I was like, well, you want to know what happens, lady, when you complain 
uh, to people that you should be like, you should do it this way. One, that pisses me off. Two, especially when it's something as dumb as, oh, we wear gloves. And three, that's the strikeout when you don't wear a mask while complaining about health procedures. Nah, you get put on the podcast. And so, lady, congrats. You are dumb. And so, I I don't want to be like every time I have to, I don't want to bitch about like people there not wearing a mask when they come in because again i've said before i understand it's a restaurant you know people just try to put it on when you're moving about but if you get to your table that's when you can take it off i don't know but i don't want to be like oh they weren't wearing a mask i'm gonna put them on the podcast if you're not wearing a mask and you do something dumb or like complain about something yeah i'm gonna put you on the podcast at that point and so i'm just like unbelievable complains about our health procedures doesn't want to eat at our restaurant but then doesn't wear a mask in a restaurant great job lady you kind of got your opinions backwards there i'm mad now see sometimes i come on here and i'm like "Ooh, this will feel better venting about now but not today is not a day now that i remember about what that lady did i i am frustrated I don't get that lady's decision. Oh, I don't like you guys wearing gloves. Well, then why aren't you wearing a mask if you're so worried about germs and shit? Man, people are dumb. I feel like that should be my closing line every time here. Instead of it being, are things better in the world than we last recorded? Uh, by the way, the answer to that, again, still no. Uh, election year, very tense right now. I would say things are not better in the world. Uh, who knows? Uh, when they will, but uh, I feel like that should just be my closing line. People are dumb, and they make me mad. And so that's why I come onto this podcast and tell y'all about why they make me mad. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of the podcast. Yeah, people, they they make me mad, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, Just please be safe. Um, out there, especially in your, if you're in the Wisconsin area, especially if you're in a college town as well, too, please be safe um, and be smart about either going out, who, how many people you have over um, as cases rise, especially in Wisconsin, the towns. Um, just remember, just think, I know a lot of you will survive, but um, you could possibly pass that off to other people um, who might not survive. So please uh, be um, considerate of other people and uh, just take your precautions um, seriously. Um, so I hope everyone stays safe um, and stays healthy. And um, but yeah, but thank y'all for listening. I appreciate it. Um, I'll, I'm gonna keep coming on here and venting about the things that make me mad. Now that we're a full year into it, I always was like, hmm, what a, what's gonna happen if I run out of stuff that makes me mad? <laughs> I'm not running out of things that make me mad because I have the stupid lady that comes in to complain about us wearing gloves to be, you know, healthy, I guess. I don't know. And, like, sanitary, I don't know. So I'm always going to have people like that because people are just dumb, all right? And as long as people are dumb, I'm going to put them in this notebook and then I'm going to put them on this podcast where I yell at them through this microphone. So, yeah, hopefully... I mean, at the same time, I hope people stop making me mad, but eh, let's be real. People are going to make me mad. So that's going to do it, though, for this week's episode of What Makes Me Mad. I appreciate y'all listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.